Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Vaccine slows virus spread. There is good protection from the first dose. Targeting people at risk. Our primary focus is getting shots in arms. Tribute for Capitol Police Officer. Lying in honor inside the Capitol Rotunda. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. There's optimism about the early results of a trial for the Oxford AstraZeneca COVID vaccine. New information indicates it not only protects people from the virus, but actively slows its transmission. Professor Andrew Pollard is the drug trial's chief investigator. It reduces the chances of someone who's exposed getting the infection. And if they don't get the infection, they can't pass it on. So it decreases the risk of transmission in the population. The trial indicates the vaccine is highly protective after one dose, and those who were vaccinated were 67% less likely to spread the virus. And with the pressure on to get more vaccine out to the public, the White House COVID response coordinator Jeff Zients has announced the first phase of a program to deliver it to thousands of pharmacies. Starting on February 11th, the federal government will deliver vaccines directly to select pharmacies across the country. All this comes as concern grows around the globe about the emerging and fast-spreading variants of COVID-19. There's a new effort to come up with something that specifically targets those variants. UK-based GlaxoSmithKline and Germany's CureVac say they'll collaborate on new vaccines that can target emerging variants of COVID-19. This as evidence mounts that existing vaccines are less effective than some of the new mutations. So far, it seems all the vaccines prevent serious illness in all of the variants. This is an attempt to outrace the pace of potentially deadly new mutations. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. In California, correspondent David Begno has more on the effort to get vaccine to underserved communities. Seniors, essential health care workers. Dr. Jerry Abraham is a man on a mission. How's everybody? He's got a crowd of eager Angelinos wrapped around the block. Almost all of them are from some of Los Angeles's most underserved communities. We are literally every morning till every night doing everything we can to help get this whole county vaccinated. Sylvia Victor lives close by. She lined up at 3 a.m. How long have you tried to get a vaccine? To make an appointment, more than one week. And it is not working the website. And Dr. Abraham knows that, registers people right here on site. They don't understand that Grandma and Grandpa don't even have an email address, much less a phone. So what are you talking about? Just keep checking the website. What internet do they have? Those are just some of the barriers here in what he calls a medical 
desert. Dr. Abraham's team is relentless in finding and administering vaccines. They give about 2,000 a day. Locals 65 and older get to go first. Then it's healthcare workers. And if there are doses left at the end of every day, they are made available to anyone waiting outside. We refuse to let any drop go to waste here at Kedron. The Capitol Police officer who was killed in last month's attack lies in honor this morning at the Capitol. Brian Sicknick died the day after the pro-Trump mob stormed the Capitol. CBS's Chris Van Cleve. The urn carrying the 42-year-old's remains was placed in the rotunda rioters stormed four weeks ago. Lying in honor at the Capitol is considered a sacred tribute. Officer Sicknick is only the fifth private citizen to lie in the rotunda. President Biden and the First Lady came to pay their respects along with his Capitol Police counterparts. Members of Congress, including congressional leaders, did as well. Now, later today, there will be a ceremonial departure from the Capitol here. Officer Sicknick will be taken to Arlington National Cemetery, where he'll be laid to rest. The FBI calls it one of the bloodiest days in its long history. It began early in the morning yesterday at the home of a child pornography and exploitation suspect as agents came with a federal search warrant. Gunfire left two FBI agents dead, three others wounded. This is a very dark day for the FBI. Special agents Daniel Alfin and Laura Schwarzenberger were shot and killed in the line of duty. FBI Special Agent George Pirro, it's believed the suspect took his own life at the scene. President Biden has signed a batch of executive orders to undo his predecessor's immigration policies. I'm not making new law, he said. I'm eliminating bad policy. We're going to work to undo the moral and national shame of the previous administration that literally, not figuratively, ripped children from the arms of their families, their mothers and fathers at the border, and with no plan, none whatsoever, to reunify the children and their parents. A review of border security will include a policy that makes asylum seekers wait in Mexican border cities for hearings in U.S. immigration courtrooms. As CBS's Stephen Portnoy tells us, House and Senate Democrats say they're intent on moving forward with a COVID relief bill with or without Republican support. The White House defends the Democrats' use of a parliamentary process that could see the package passing on a party-line vote. There are many opportunities for Republicans to offer amendments. Press Secretary Jen Psaki calls $1,400 relief checks a top priority for President Biden. The risk here, as he has said many times, is not going too big. It is going too small. The proposal floated by moderate Senate Republicans who met with the president this week would phase out checks for couples without children, making over $80,000 a year. House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy met with Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene for about 90 minutes last night in his office. McCarthy's under pressure to take action against Greene for her endorsement of conspiracy theories and violent racist views. If the GOP doesn't act, Democrats vow to remove her from committee assignments. Jeff Bezos, who built Amazon from an online bookstore into the retail giant it is now, is stepping down as CEO of the company. CBS's Allison Keyes says he'll still be a force with Amazon. Bezos says he is excited to be transitioning to executive chair of the Amazon board. He says he will focus his energies and attentions on new products and early initiatives. Bezos says when he started the company nearly 30 years ago, the question he was asked the most was, what's the Internet? Now he credits invention for Amazon's success. Andy Jassy, who runs Amazon's cloud computing business, takes over as CEO. Who's hosting TV's Jeopardy in the weeks ahead? The answer is a lot of famous people. 
Savannah Guthrie, Anderson Cooper, Dr. Mehmet Oz, and Dr. Sanjay Gupta will join a growing roster of celebrity hosts, including Katie Couric, Aaron Rodgers, and our own Bill Whitaker of 60 Minutes. As part of each television personality's time on the show, money will be donated to a charity of their choice, amounts equaling the total winnings of the contestants in the weeks that they appear. A permanent host for Jeopardy has not yet been announced. Matt Piper, CBS News. Who's going to win Sunday's Super Bowl? Let's ask Nicholas the Dolphin. He placed his mouth on a football with the Chiefs logo, so it's Kansas City for him. The Dolphin at the Aquarium in Clearwater, Florida, got last year's Super Bowl right. The World Series and NBA title winners, too. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be, because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because... Even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.